Are you a sheep? No. You're a dragon. Be a dragon. This is for all the girls who grew up without strong geek role models to help them discover their geek dreams. For everyone who's ever been quizzed about their video game knowledge because girls don't play, girls games. Don't play games. Geek Hearing is working to bring female identifying geeks into their prime to be the role models, dreams and voices. Are you ready for this? Welcome to the pre-episode of Geek Herring, a critical geek culture podcast where we talk the good and the bad parts of being a chick in a male-dominated environment. I'm Amanda, and with me today is Monica. Hey, Monica. Hi, Amanda. So I am super glad to be recording our very first episode of Geek Herring today. Oh, me too, me too. We've been waiting, emotionally waiting for so long, even though it hasn't been actually that long. <laughs> I know. It's been a couple of weeks now that we've been talking about this, so it's really great to actually get it started. Oh yeah, getting it started. We can't wait to finally release the first episode to all of us listeners, like all of you listeners. All of you listeners, all of us listeners. <laughs> Everyone who's going to listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I just wanted to quickly say, like, Monica, I'm so glad to be doing this podcast with you. Um, I feel like it's something that needs to be talked about. And I, I just think that there's... Uh, it, it, words that need to be said. Definitely. There are <laughs> definitely words that need to be said and also right back at you. I can't think of another person to do this with besides you. <laughs> Yay. Yay. It's like when love. two geeks fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> is that the best then? Uh, it, it is now. This is the best. So I bet that our listeners are wondering, like, who the heck are these guys just confessing their love on a podcast to each other? Like in the first two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, listeners, just so you know, that's probably going to happen. Like that's more than you probably would like to admit. But hey, that's what you signed up for, right? Exactly. We dig each other in a totally non-sexual way. So we're going to uh, just tell you a bit about ourselves in our uh, a rapid fire round. You know, geeks need to do it in a rapid fire round. Is there a better way to do stuff than in a rapid fire round? I don't think so. No way. No so way. we're going to be firing questions at each other really quickly. And we haven't prepared this at all. So Obviously. It's, so it's, it's going to go very wrong. <laughs> very right. But it's totally unscripted. Awesome. Okay. So what's your name? Monica. Where are you from? Austria. And you have been a geek since... 19, uh, 19 probably, 89. And what happened to make you a geek? I got the Game Boy from my parents and I played um, Tetris, obviously, and Super Mario with a friend. So that's kind of my geek entrance to stuff. Good geek entrance. <laughs> I agree. So let's turn this rapid fire round around. Name. Amanda Sloan. Where are you from? I'm from Canada and I live in Northern Ireland. That's complicated. I know. Geek since? My fifth birthday in 1991 when my mom and dad bought me a Nintendo for my birthday. Nintendo, the NES. The NES, the original NES. Oh, that's freaking awesome. I, I know. We laughing. spent like my birthday party playing Mario. It was the best birthday ever. I think I didn't even have Mario for the NES. I had Kirby. I remember that. I never had Kirby. He ate a lot, probably. That's why I enjoyed it so much. Like, <laughs> <eating> awesome. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, then let's go right into the second round of our rapid fire round, which are biggest influences. And we're starting off with books. Harry Potter, obviously. And the, oh, what was it called? The Boxcar Children. It was a, a mystery series. I had like 112 books in this series. They are 100 pages each. And it was about four orphan children who went to live with their grandfather and they solved mysteries. And they like, they lived in a boxcar. Well, they had, they were found in a boxcar. Anyways, it's called The Boxcar Children and it was the best book series ever. I've never heard of that before. Then next, movies. Donnie Darko and Clue. Okay. I mean, like, sure, they're not really geeky culture, like, stereotypical, right? But I mean, Clue, it's it's based on a board board game. game. It's a movie based on a board game. Seriously? Yeah, and it's the funniest movie ever. It's got Tim Curry in it, and uh, it's phenomenal. If, If you haven't seen it, you should. Another thing on my list, apparently. Yeah. Then TV shows. TV shows is easier. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Boom. Firefly. Currently, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And like pretty much everything. Always. Pretty much everything. Always. I agree with you there. Teachers. My grade 11 slash grade 12 English teacher, Miss Carr. She taught a class on modern fantasy English or something like that. And we actually got to study fantasy books in high school and talk about it critically. It was amazing. Critical talk about fantasy books in high school. I kind of should have went to school elsewhere, I think. It's the best ever. It was the best. (laughs) Probably a reason why you studied what you studied then. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Then the last but not the least, games. Games. So many games. Um, If we're talking card games, obsessed with Cards Against Humanity, but who is really talking about card games? We want video games. I mean, card games are awesome. Anyways, video games. Um, Mario, Donkey Kong. I like was obsessed with Donkey Kong as a kid. Currently, Elder Scrolls Online, Skyrim. Skyrim is my favorite game. It's been out for like seven and a half years and I still play it all the time. And uh, most recently, World of Warcraft. I have... uh, been kind uh, of obsessed with it for a few a few months uh and been playing it for about four or five years you're obsessed now only for a few months yeah how did that happen well i didn't have a subscription for a while just because i didn't have a lot of time to be playing and okay with the the latest expansion i've just i don't know what it is i've just gotten completely obsessed with it. that's awesome yeah like i've been reading the books on and off and the, the lore is, is just phenomenal. How many books are there? A shit ton of books. A lot. <laughs> a lot. A lot. That's really awesome. I feel like I'm, I'm totally oblivious about what's going on there. You <laughs> are. I'm really sure that you will enlighten me during our series and our lives together. <laughs> I think so. I think so. And Monica, I am turning this around on you now. Biggest influence, rapid fire, Go. Books. Harry Potter. I mean, there is nothing else that I can say here. Movies. Yeah. I kind of really am bad with rapid fire. Movies. <laughs> movies. Fuck it, man. The Harry Potter movies. That's so boring. <laughs> That's boring. the lamest of the lame. <laughs> when I was a kid, what movies did I watch? I watched Disney story. movies. So, like Dumbo, I cried like a baby. And I still love all the. Oh, the Pixar movies. I do love all the Pixar movies. Those are really awesome. Like, call them movies. That's geeky, too. I really like the 3D CGI kind of things. So, 
Pixar movie that I enjoyed most? The Incredibles. They are superheroes and they're super awesome. So let's say The Incredibles. Good answer. Yes, it took me like only 20 minutes to figure it out. <laughs> But we got there in the end. Oh, we got there in the end. TV shows. Uh, TV shows. I watched a lot of Nickelodeon when I was a kid. Sabrina the Witch. That was really cool. That took up a lot of my childhood. And she was pretty awesome, like female. I agree with the Buffy thing. I remember I watched it, but I, I might have not been as, you know what I mean. <laughs> um, let's say Sabrina. That was really cool. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, any teachers that influenced you? I always kind of really like to go to school. That's probably one weird side of being a geek. I really love to learn. I had an awesome like IT teacher. He was actually a dude. I was the one girl in class being all yay computers i got my first when i was 14 so i was the only one in the advanced course of computer stuff even later when i did my other education he was teaching there too and he was really cool so he introduced me to all the techie stuff and really like tried to make me learn more about it shit that was really cool i'm just gonna hijack you're around and be like, I was also the only girl in some of my high school classes, especially woodshop. And there was like an AutoCAD. There was two girls in that one because my dad did AutoCAD for a living. He was a civil engineer, a drafting engineer, but my teacher wasn't very good. And he kept trying to tell us that we needed to draw in 3D in AutoCAD. And I was like, dad, how do I draw in 3D in AutoCAD? And he's like, you can't. And I was like, the teacher says you can. He's like, I'm going to talk to your teacher. And I just remember at a parent-teacher interview, my dad told my teacher that he was an idiot. That's freaking awesome. <laughs> anyway, sorry, your story. All right, back to our rapid fire and games, go. Yeah, well, Super Mario, I'm a jump and run girl. Tetris. <laughs> I can pack my fridge and I can put stuff in the dishwasher. You have no idea how much fits in there, but thanks, Tetris, <laughs> I can do all that. Okay, so biggest influencer round, over. Whoop, whoop. Moving swiftly forward to our third round of rapid fire. Current geeky pastimes. Go. I'm reading Robin Hope right now as best per your <laughs> recommendation. So I've finished the first trilogy and I'm in the second now. And as we talked about it, I'm kind of bummed that I have to, to get used to so many more characters. But I will stick to it. You say it's worth it, so I'm sticking to it. Is there really something like favorite TV shows? It's all of them. <laughs> I know. I mean, my all-time favorite will be Grey's Anatomy. That's probably not very geeky, but... <laughs> I, I could say, like, it's a wee bit geeky to be as into it as you are. I think anything can be geeky if you're kind of geek out about it. That's true. If you have a weird obsession with something that kind of makes you a bit weird. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I have to admit, I also binge in games. So sometimes I'm you know, playing for a while and then I'm playing all the time. But I recently got my boyfriend um, and it, like the mini revamped NES version. So we just have right. to try that one out. I'm really excited for that. So that will be my you haven't uh, like started geeky pastime thing game. And you trying to make me um, play World of Warcraft. I think you'll like it. Curious. We will see. And turning that around to you, what are your, your current geeky pastimes? Um, I am actually doing a complete Marvel-verse marathon. 
with Tom, my partner. Um, so we're working our way through every single Marvel movie as well as TV shows. I kind of feel we need to put the link to what you're doing in the show notes because I don't think that our listeners can comprehend what we're talking about. That's true. I don't think it's not just like 17 movies. It's 17 movies and a hundred something episodes of TV. It is a huge, huge list. And it's how, awesome. How far along are you already? So it's broken into three sections and we're in phase two, quite near the end. Um, we have finished 18 episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is a really phenomenal TV show. And last night we watched uh, Age of Ultron, The Avengers, because um, I've actually never seen so many of the Marvel shows and, and movies. And like Monica and I were talking earlier, like I haven't even seen Black Panther. How can you call yourself a geek if you haven't seen that? I That's legit true. I have to admit that after I realized that you have seen hardly any Marvel movies when what came out infinity war i was like how can you even watch that movie when you haven't seen all the thor movies we don't need to tell our listeners exactly how terrible i was considering the fact that you lacked so hard you're overtaking it now in such a speed that's remarkable so some other geeky pastimes um we also just started watching disenchantment on netflix which is Matt Groening's new show about basically a cartoon set in a, a medieval fantasy world. Um, so we were three episodes into that and it is hilarious. I, it, it's properly good. We might actually do an entire episode on it in the future because the female lead in it is ridiculously awesome and also a badass and also just kind of bad. She's kind of a bad person. <laughs> so we'll see where it goes. Um, I have been working on some geeky crochet items speaking of crochet i do have like a little crochet store so it might be being revamped to be geeky so we'll see what happens nice. and last but not least i am slowly reading my way through all the warcraft books so that's my current geeky pastimes that's a, quite a lot of geeky pastimes good good geeky pastimes kind of a geek I'm also the whole playing warcraft takes up at least an hour a day That's not even too bad. That was our rapid fire round. That's not, wasn't that rapid. <laughs> It was not rapid. We talked a lot. <laughs> That's true. But it's also kind of getting to know each other even more. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, I definitely learned things about you that I didn't know before. I just also want to say that I, I feel like I said really terrible movies as my biggest influences because like Lord of the Rings, I didn't even mention it. And I used to be, I used to leave school early to go to an early show of that. <laughs> seriously <laughs> yeah <laughs> the cinema with my friend jason booth and we would talk about lord of the rings the entire way there and then watch it and it was always on release day and we always left after lunch we just took the afternoon off i don't know how we did it i don't know if we just skipped class or if like we actually had permission to go but we did so, i kind of doubt that you have permission from school to go to watch Lord of the Rings in the cinema. Honestly, I really do doubt that. But that brings me to maybe one thing that we haven't discussed. What is the geekiest thing you've ever done in your childhood? As you said, is going to the cinemas, watching Lord of the Rings during school day, the geekiest thing you ever did? Well, certainly probably not the geekiest thing. I did dress up and go to midnight showings of Harry Potter when I was in high school. 
so that was that was pretty high up there in the the geek level. My friend's mom even knit us little headwigs. Um, so <laughs> all four of us in like our little girl Harry Potter gang wearing robes, carrying these little handmade headwigs was awesome. I mean, it doesn't technically have to be only in your childhood. Oh, that's. That's true. I mean, like starting this podcast talking about geeky things is is up there with the geekiest things ever. I don't know. I just kind of feel like my entire life is really geeky. Except like I, I was years in the Sea Cadets, which is like a military organization, Navy-ish, but youth and basically anything that wasn't that in my life was super geeky. We can probably agree that Sea Cadets also sounds kind of geeky. Geeky about water. It was a wee bit. <laughs> So what about you, Monica? What are the geeky things in your life? The embarrassing kind of things. Being at midnight, openings like sales of the Harry Potter book with 10-year-olds while I was 20. <laughs> and being the only one there who was not with a parent. So that was on top of my list. And also going to a live roleplay game. Harry Potter with a robe and a wand and shit. So yeah, that was pretty high up my list too, yeah. I have been on a cosplay convention once and I dressed up there and cosplayed. I probably should mention like a hu really huge geeky thing that I did for many, many years. And I'm like, how did I even not mention this? I did uh, text-based Harry Potter role-playing for like, seven years on LiveJournal where like it was fan fiction more or less, but we wrote back and forth and played a wee game with each other. There was a whole community of 40 some odd people playing Harry Potter characters and writing. That was like super, super geeky and it was amazing. Are those still out there? Yes. Most of the writing is, is still available. Ooh, I know what I'm going to stop after this recording. <laughs> Now we have that sorted. <laughs> Now we know just how deep the geek goes. Pretty deep, I would say. <laughs> Yeah. So Monica and I have only known each other for just over a year. Just getting on a serious note here. We met online because that's what geeks do. Obviously, meeting boyfriends online, meeting people online, that's what geeks do. So we met online. We've met in person twice. I just had to think about this, but yes, twice. Yes. But it feels like we just see each other every day because like, we literally talk nonstop pretty much every day of the week. Yeah, I think that's the benefit. The positive things of online connections is that for me it never was something where I was too scared of meeting people. I always made genuine connections with people online and it's the same thing here. So Monica, what does geek herring mean? Yeah, what does geek herring mean? I think that a lot of our listeners will probably think the same. Why fish? Why geek? What does it have to do with each other? So when we were trying to come up with a name, we had a lot of weird thought processes to be honest. <laughs> and we ended up in the 1930s and in the gangster scene and we found out that in the gangster scene and in or we were looking for different words for awesome badass women or badass chicks we found that there is the word herring which in the 1930s was a name for an incorruptible woman and so we thought that's kind of awesome because <laughs> that's what we are and also we connected it to the red herring which you can probably tell us more about. So a red herring, the first time I was ever introduced to a red herring was um, the character Red Herring in Scooby-Doo. And he is the epitome of what a red herring is. So it is an intentionally misleading clue in a mystery. So in the Scooby-Doo series, red herring was always the most obvious suspect. There was all these clues that would point to red herring. And it was never red herring. 
Like it really is just the perfect metaphor for what a red herring is, which is obviously why they named him that, Amanda, obviously. So when we were thinking like geek herring would be quite cool because um, it just, it fit the whole women in geek culture. Like we're always, we're a wee bit misleading, uh, underrepresented, misrepresentation, I think is maybe. Yeah, the better word. The better, the better word there. Um, so geek herring is, yeah. What it became, what it came to be. It could also be like a combination when we think about it. Geek is always kind of misleading. That is always has to be guys, which is just not true. It doesn't always have to be guys. Exactly. It can be girls just the same. And that's a big reason why geek herring came to be. Because being a woman in a geeky land or being a geek woman in a normal land, however you want to say it, (laughs) um, it's something that we've experienced our entire lives that women can't be geeks, women can't be techie, women can't play video games. And it's simply not true. As you probably heard throughout our stories, we've always been like the lonely girls in the male-dominated space. So either is it, it was... IT classes, you were in the woodwork class, you're the only girl, almost the only girl. It's like an era that seems to not allow as much girls in it. That's something we try to have a look at. So why is that the case and how is this possible? Is it maybe a bit misleading for girls or weird for girls to do what other guy geeks do? Or is the scene just specifically for male geeks? Which is not true. Exactly. And we also, we noticed a lot of individual voices calling out sexism and geek culture, but there was nothing unified. There's not a lot of, there's no podcasts that talk about the culture, like women and geek culture. There's no podcasts that talk about sexism or feminism. It's all, they played this game or their thoughts on a game or a TV show. And that's fantastic. But we just noticed that there is a bit of a gap. And it's just important to bring a bit of awareness to all of this because Sometimes it's just so ingrained in ourselves that it's not even, you don't even consider that it's something that could be talked about. But we say, we here, we exist. There needs we to be are geeks. About yes. <laughs> we are geeks. We and are if you agree with us, then you definitely gotta listen to all our future episodes of Geek Hearing. Because they're gonna be fun. We have so many lists of topics and guests and also the those dream guests you know like felicia day and jk rowling emma watson girls dream big (laughs) dream big you gotta dream big to reach aim high right absolutely but just before we close up monica is there anything else that you want to say in our introduction episode of geek herring i think this will be a fun ride definitely come and join us and look where this is going we don't know yet either but it's going to be fun i promise do you have any last words? To any part last with? words? Not really. I'm just really excited to be doing this. And I can't wait to see what these episodes bring us and the community and geekdom. Geekdom brings us together. Aww. Aww. <laughs> That's so cute. Thanks everyone for joining in on episode zero, our pre-episode. Monica did not want me to say episode zero. She thinks it sounds lame. So our pre-episode of Geek Herring. So thanks so much for listening. If you liked it, um, please let us know. And if you'd like to be a guest, please let us know. We'd love to have you. If you like this episode of Geek Herring, why not leave us an iTunes review? You can also find us on social at Geek Herring and over on geekherring.com. 